on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. Yes, it is time for the Tuesday edition of the Victorian Form Preview and we are racing at the Nursery of Champions today. Bendigo, we always get nice horses racing at Bendigo and there's been a few that have been well-backed and some promising horses in action today. So I'm looking forward to getting the thoughts of Mark Hunter. We'll also have a chat to Calvin McAvoy because Team McAvoy have three nice chances there as well. The rail's out five metres and we are on a good four surface. It's pretty overcast around Melbourne and Victoria today, so we should remain on that good four. Mark Hunter joins us. Morning, Mark. Are you well? Good day, Michael. I'm well, thank you. That is good. What do you make of today's Bendigo card? I like it. There's not, not a lot of value, so we have to get it right, but uh, I think we'll be cheering at about 5.02, Michael, so hopefully we can come home with a winner, and pretty hard to shoot it off after that for the rest of the day, so we should hang on to it. Well, that's good. Maybe we just go and throw it on elliptical. Uh, and I see the money's coming for elliptical in the Guineas on Saturday. Well, I don't know. I heard Mick Price and Mick Kent interviewed, and I, Junior and I, I don't think they'll train a loser for the next 19 runners. They sounded very confident. <laughs> well, they are confident. As long as they can get one today, uh, which I'm keen to ask you about as well. Uh, every man and his dog uh, in the stables tipping uh, their debutante today. We'll get there in a moment. Uh, let's see if we can get another winner with Calvin McAvoy today, who joins us. How are you, Calvin? Yeah, good morning, Michael. How are you? Very well, indeed. You've got three heading to Bendigo today, and you kick it off with Stop the World in race number three. This is um, a runner that's probably the outsider of your three that you're taking to the track today. Oh no, hang on, this is the debutante. Festivus is the one I'm thinking of. Tell us about this debutante in race number three today. Um, has it shown you much? Yeah, look, Michael, she's been coming up quite nicely. Um, she's by Ifraj and we were probably going to turn her out after her second trial, but we just thought she came through it well. We thought we'd give her another jump out in blinkers. Uh, and she went really nicely in that, so it gave us the confidence to head to the races. Uh, she's certainly going to be better next time in, um, but she's sort of done enough work to be competitive, and, and I think she's really going to continue to get better um, with a little bit more time as well. Gee, I had a look at the early price of Festivus, and it was $15. I've just clicked back on the market now. It's into $4.80. It's been a decent old move for Festivus today. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, not sure what that's about. Whether it's just a couple of scratchings coming out or not. But um, look, he's a very frustrating horse. Um, he's as nice a looking horse, as nice a moving horse as we've got in the stable, and he's been extremely disappointing on the track. So he's um, stepping up from 1700 to, to a mile and a half. He's been doing a little bit of schooling over the hurdles, and he goes there in terrific order. But he needs to uh, improve to keep the spot. So um, look, can't fault him. One thing about today is there doesn't look a lot of tempo, and he has been getting back in slowly run races and getting a little bit strong. So I'm hoping that from York Gate, uh, Mark Sarah on board, he can roll forward and hopefully get a little bit more luck uh, with this horse today. All right. He is $4.80, and there are two scratchings you can take out. Uh, the seven and the one, so eleven cents and three cents, but still a, a big move from the opening price. And then you round out your day in race number seven with Intrepid Eagle, uh, another one who opened up big odds, eleven dollars, and now is the five dollar favourite in what looks an open race, the seventh. You must have opened up the shoulders, did you, Michael? <laughs> I certainly haven't got the earlys, that's for sure. Yeah, but this is a nice horse. He's way up on Eagle and. Um... His run the other day was very good. It was at a trip 
short of what's going to be his best. Uh, so he's trained on nice and strong, uh, up to the mile, looks uh, suitable and um, looks a winning race for him. So he's expecting to be pretty hard to beat today. Is he your best then, Intrepid? Yes, he is, yeah. Intrepid Eagle. Just a quick one on the weekend. Do we see so unusual uh, at Flemington? Yeah, we certainly do. Um, he had a nice piece of work this morning on the course proper. Um, he's a very fit horse now and he's, um, you know, had a couple of runs over the staying journey and, and um, he'll head into to Saturday's race as good as he can be and um, his work this morning would suggest that he's improved. If not, uh, he certainly hasn't gone backwards anyway. Oh, that's good to hear. And how's Extravagant Star come back? Really well. Um, she did a little piece of work this morning um, as well. She's in really good order. Her trial last week was, um, was as good as horses sort of trial. She rolled along on pace and um, had a nice hit out. So she didn't come up in the... Um, she didn't come up last prep for us. And we put that down to you know, soft tracks mainly. Uh, she doesn't appreciate wet ground. And, and I'm hoping that we can put that prep behind and she can get back to her best this time. Good on you, Calvin. Good luck today and over the weekend. Thank you. Calvin McAvoy joining us there. The first race at Bendigo today is a two-year-old race and it is at 1.30 over the 1,000 metres. There's one scratching takeout number one, uh, 1,100 metres it is, in fact. And the favourite here is an interesting runner, Mark Heuristic, who chased on King's Gambit on debut. It's at $2.25. Uh, she's all shenanigans from the Zara stables at 3.30. Uh, Debout Bell, a debutante from the Charlotte Littlefield stables at $5. And Time On, uh, who Mick Price said it's not a bad horse on debut, but certainly not the biggest push of the stable today at Bendigo is at 6.50. Who do you like in the first? To even start, I'll go with Heuristic. I think it's two runs have been okay without raving. They read well behind King's Gambit and Little Bros, but been beaten a long way both times. Comes back here... Recent trial at Flemington, jumped up on the bunny and won quite well. So you'd think from that outside gate with race experience, it would push forward to beat number seven, Debout Bell. Debout Bell went around recently and looked good in the jump outs, again going forward and showing good ability. Eight, she's all shenanigans. Its run was okay. Recent trial, I wasn't so sure about. And six time on, who was behind them there in that recent jump out, didn't really have a lot of room to wind up. So a bit hard to tell what was left under the bonnet. I'll go to two, seven, eight, and six. Two, seven, eight, and six in the first. Race number two is a three-year-old filly's maiden over 1,100 metres. In this race, there's a few scratchings. We can take out three, five, seven, eight, uh, 11, uh, 10, and 11. Miss Subtlety from the Graham Begg Stable uh, is the eighty favourite. Odds on all sassed up. At $3.40, Arctic Breeze is a debutante from the Freedman Stable at five fifty as well. So good push from Graham this morning. Miss Subtlety, who uh, first up today and does have some pretty good form lines, uh, hoping to break the duck today, Mark. Yeah, should do it. It's got ripper form lines, Michael. You go run through those four defeats and mm. Manhattan, Thunder, Nanagui, Clarity and Sweeten, four really good maidens. And Miss Subtlety's been far from disgraced every time. Recent trial was good, you would think. From that gate, it goes forward with probably all sassed up and score outside it for early pressure. But you'd reckon Geordie Child would take the race by the scruff of the neck and Miss Tuttle would lead and win to beat number one, all sassed up, who was a bit plain when well back first up at Sandown. Went better at Kilmore behind Tanto. It's getting close to the win, but I don't think it can knock the fave off. Two Arctic Breeze probably sits just behind the speed. Looked to be strong in a recent trial. Looks the only other possible winning chance. 
and a place that's another nine refreshing. She's getting closer to a win, but has run into a really good maiden here. So four should be winning four, one, two, and nine. Four, one, two, and nine in the second race number three. Uh, this is another maiden over fifteen hundred metres, and in this race, uh, the scratchings are two, five, uh, twelve, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and. Uh, Norwegian Joy is the debutante from uh, the stable that I'm sitting in and people here are tipping their family members. Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. very keen on it this morning. Uh, it's at $2.25. Shocking Habits at $6. Eagle Queens at 7 And then you're at the seven fifty. the remainder. Uh, do you like what you've seen from the favourites so far at the Jump Outs and Trials? Well, she should just win. Uh, look, you go off that recent... Even the Jump Out in Sydney, the horse there who had been second to clear choice, came out and won at Newcastle on the weekend. You go down to the Melbourne trial and you've got Nonconformist, Luna Flair and Easterly with the three horses behind it. So none of these horses in this race could get anywhere near doing that, even in the trial. It's got speed to go forward. Gee, I'd be surprised if it doesn't win. Uh, outside it for the placings, number eight, Shocking Habit, who's had quite a few tries, is consistent, has got a Cornella chance. Uh, seven Eagle Queens had plenty of tries. We've got a place hope and six Warchester who was fair on debut without raving. It's a it's a thin race. It's trialled well. It's got great form around it in all the trials. It should just be winning number three Norwegian Joy three eight seven and six three eight seven and six Norwegian Joy two sixty now into 2.25, and it may start shorter than that by the sound of things. Race number four is the 64, uh, over 1,300 metres. In this race, we can take out 3, 8 and 10. Uh, Lady Hampton is the $2.15 favourite. Fixated, 3.70. Victorine, 5.50. And then Dothraki is at $7. Who do you like in the fourth, Mark? Lady Hampton, uh, I thought it was terrific. Two ago at the Valley, coming from last there behind Danny St. Darcy and Linda Cat. That's terrific form for a race like this. Went to Sandown in the Pacific Ruby race. Was just down on the rails and couldn't get quite clear when it needed to. Probably wouldn't have beaten the winner Pacific Ruby, but I think it should have finished closer. This race sets up well. It's drawn to go back and just slot into that running line. Not a big field. You think it would be close enough in the run and you think Lady Hampton would win. Placings to come from number two, fixated. A bit weak last time, but pushes forward up on the speed and gives you a sight. Poor Omanika. Just going to need luck from that buried roar, but the stable's flying. And Mondothraki, who just came out of that early speed battle there last time, rounded them up for an easy win. This is a harder race from that wide gate. I think six should win. Six, two, four, and one. Six, two, four, and one. Another short price favourite that should be too good in race number four. Well, hopefully the early favourites have lobbed and we build a nice bank for the Quaddy at Bendigo. That's race five with just the eight race card today. So we'll take a quick break at 14 minutes past 11 and back with the Bendigo Quaddy. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview with Mark Hunter. We're up to the first leg of the Quaddy race, number five at Bendigo today, which is over 2,400 metres. In this race, we can scratch one and seven. Uh, Slate is the favourite for the Kamani team, who've been in very good form in recent days, $3.80. Accountability, $4. Uh, Festivus, we just heard from Calvin McAvoy, uh, got a lot of ability, but doesn't know how to show it in its races. Uh, it's at four dollars eighty, and uh, Matsuyuka is at five dollars. Is this a, a tricky start to the quarter here, Mark? 
I think there are four hopes. I'll go five, three, nine, and eight. I think number five, accountability. If you're happy to go each way at that price, you shouldn't do your money. It's had a very long and arduous and not much luck in its campaign, but it's racing well. It draws a gate where they seem hell-bent on riding it forward. There's not a lot of speed in this race, so it should be able to get up there, get a good run for Johnny Allen. It's only got to hold its form. Gee, it's hard to beat here. To beat three countries light who got a lot of time for this horse. It, it won its maiden two ago at Werribee. It went to Flemington. I thought it would run well there, but didn't do much at all. So that run leaves me scratching my head a little bit. A ninth slate, just beaten last time. Stables flying, close to a win. And eight, Matsuyaka, who just went around and followed them around. Had nowhere to go last start. It's uh, it's not far off a win as well. So there's four winning hopes. I could back five each way. Five, three, nine, and eight. Five, three, nine, and eight in race number five, the first leg of the quaddy. Race six is a 64 over the 1,000 metres. Uh, in this race, we can scratch two... 8, 9 and 12. River Ribble is the favourite. First up from the Free Win Yard, $2.40 squad. Also first up from the Hawk Stables at three thirty. Not enough efforts at nine fifty. And Kalashani Lad, the old boy, uh, at 12 years of age, she's going around today and is an $11 shot. Um, having his what, 82nd start. Uh, who do you like in this race? He's 12. I don't really like this Kalashani, race, Michael. Yeah, he's, he's uh, heading for retirement, Kalashani. I think he hasn't got long to go. He gets banished at 13, I think. Um, I don't like this race. I'll pick number seven, River Ribble, who on its best form would win. It's coming off time between runs. In a recent trial, got back and wasn't really extended, but I wouldn't say it roared through the line. So I've got reservations to beat number 10, Squad, who comes off a break, went to the trials recently, wanted to get his head up in the run, led and won the trial and went okay. Uh, 13, Tranquilite coming off. An easier race, but has at least got race fitness. And six, not enough effort. He's had a couple of goes for the stable. Not much went right last time. Drawn outside horses here. Should push forward on the speed and give you a sight from there. So they're the four I'm taking in the quaddy. I wouldn't take short odds the fave. I'll go 7, 10, 13 and 6. 7, 10, 13 and 6 in race number 6. Um, race number 7 is the next, which is due to jump at half past four this afternoon. It's a 1,600 metre race. Uh, biggish field, no scratchings. Intrepid Eagle opened up $11 into $5 favouritism. Was a pretty good push from Calvin McAvoy. Said it's their stable's best chance today. Artiro is at $5.50. Hard questions, $6. Le Messenger, $8. James the Great, $8.50. And then Kapalua Sunset, uh, first up today, is at $9.50. So this is a wide open race number seven, third leg of the quaddy. Yeah, it is. Uh, if there's any sort of value today on a day where there's not much, I'll go number four, James the Great has been that value. It got well back at Bendigo and picked them all off by Heavenly Emperor and would have probably won in one more stride. So a repeat of that run out to the mile looks suitable to beat number one, Artiro, who's had the two runs for the stable. It picked its way through the field last time, suited by the speed and won well. Similar race here. Three hard questions. Coming off a good win on a wet track, just has to bring that form to dry ground and 12 Capitola Sunset. He's always shown better than benchmark 64 ability. Trial recently went across the line in the finish and looked to trial quite well. 4, 1, 3 and 12. 4, 1, 3 and 12 uh, in race number 7. No Intrepid Eagle? Look, if you want to go a bit wider, Intrepid Eagle, you could put a stack of these in. It's such an even yeah. race and Intrepid Eagle would be one of them. 
All right, so they are Mark's numbers in race seven, and that brings us to the last race, which uh, is over 1,400 metres. It's benchmark 70. Scratchings here, one and six. Uh, Galactic Fury is at $3. That was Kieran Maher's push earlier this morning when we spoke to him. Ostrata's been well supported. Opened up $6. It's now into $3.30 from the Lindsay Smith stable. Antarctic Ocean at $6. Piedra, six fifty. It's Tornado Storm ten dollars they are the top ones in the market who are you with in the last i think Estrada will win michael i think it'll kick us home a winner here mm. i think it didn't have much joy two ago on boxing day had some time between runs then had a run at ballarat the other day with the young apprentice on and just bowled home really nicely behind them right behind them on the line it's fitter here it gets the blinkers on it gets bow mertens on gets the big run home around bendigo and I think Estrada will be winning to beat number five, Galactic Fury. Bit hard to catch Galactic Fury. It's the danger on its best form. Three Pedra had 64 and a half last time, was back three wide in a leader's race, so forget that one. And then eight, Antarctic Ocean, who's the leader in the race. Going well, this is just a harder race. I think Estrada wins, nine, five, three, and eight. Nine, five, three, and eight. I love it when your best bet's in the last, Mark. So how are we constructing the day? We'll go to the best, race eight, number nine, Estrada. The value, not a lot of value today. Race seven, number four, James the Great. The Quaddy will play first leg, five, three, nine, and eight. Second leg, seven, ten, thirteen, and six. Third leg, four, one, three, and twelve. And come home, number nine, one out. And the player of the day, play a three horse all up here, all for a win. Race three, number three, Norwegian Joy. Race four, number six, Lady Hampton. And race eight, number nine, Estrada. All right, hang on. I'm going to punch this in so we can give the odds out. Uh, so we go race three, number three, Norwegian Joy, into race four, number six, Lady Hampton, into race eight, number nine, Estrada, uh, and that will give you a juicy dividend of fifteen ninety-six, almost $16. So uh, that's a very nice Tuesday afternoon at Bendigo. Um, how are you looking towards the guineas on Saturday with Elliptical? Oh, he's got to be competitive. I don't know if he can beat Jack and O, or I still haven't seen, haven't set eyes on that New Zealand horse yet. But um, mm. you know, amenable. I can, I can understand the excitement with that horse, having or seeing how it ran first up at Sandown in that race. But our horse should improve a lot off that first up win at Flemington, and I would think he's right in the mix. Where ideally would you like to draw with him? I don't want to draw in. I think he's a much better horse ridden, quieter chasing. I, you know, he, he hits the front and he pulls up. You watch him always runs. He'll, he'll hit the front and he put, thinks his job's done. And he pulls up. So I don't want him drawing in and box seating. I'd rather him coming from seventh, eighth, ninth, somewhere there. Gee, and Lockie's gone down Media Street uh, as the main owner of Elliptical now as well. Yeah, he's reappeared. I thought, I thought he's gone to hibernation, but there he is. Every time I look up, he's on television or radio somewhere. So he's. <laughs> Without my without my knowledge or understanding, off he, off he goes and just bobs up everywhere. <laughs> uh, well, we'll speak to you before uh, Saturday anyway, Mark. Good luck today. Thank you.